0: Hey, it's Dean and Red, and we're the host of Essentially on the Rocks, a podcast built for
1: after the 9 to 5. Yes, when being professional is no longer required. Come hang out with us. We drink whiskey, craft beer, talk crap, and laugh. We mostly talk crap to each other's face. And you did drink that wine I got you pretty fast. Yes, I do accept this, but don't act like you did not get smashed on $2 moonshine. We don't talk about that. <laughs> Join us on Essentially on the Rocks.
0: New episodes released monthly. Um now you made me drop my blankie for oh that. Oh my god. I Oh my gosh. This You're is feel Oh, is so it uh, Chamber of Secrets? Yeah. Gilderoy, or
1: Gilderoy Gilderoy Lockhart. Lockhart. That's yeah. such a dumb name. I did not think that that's what it was. Hello. You were listening to Or So They Say, the podcast where two sisters travel small-town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Megan. We're back. We are back. Which shouldn't be a surprise. (laughs) We're here every Thursday, except we tripped you up that one Thursday.
0: Sorry, we were dying. Yeah. And I'm still kind of dying. I don't
1: know. (laughs) Didn't mean- It's because we are responsible. And remember, last episode I said, by the time you guys are hearing this, hopefully we will be vaccinated surprise we are well i mean we started halfway it. there yeah uh, i was gonna start sick don't i can see you like mouthing that song oh no i wasn't <laughs> i was actually pulling a hair off of oh, my gross. shirt gross okay you were just really concentrated then i was yeah <laughs> sorry now but we are yeah we are starting our vaccination i i now by the time you guys hear this i got three weeks and i'll be fully vaccinated
0: hmm. yeah the vaccine's uh No joke, fam. No, I hopefully
1: we suck, but hopefully the majority of you have already gotten the vaccine. But I'll tell you what, uh, my arm hurts so bad for like three days after
0: getting it done. Yeah, mine is still killing me currently. Hopefully it will have subsided a little bit when you're hearing this. But who knows? We don't know. Right. Um, Well, I... Besides that, Mother Nature tried to kill me. Oh, my <laughs> <But>, God, Megan. <laughs> look, I don't get outside much. And the other day when she blessed us with that 70 degree weather. Oh, my God. The-
1: I walked out in a silent tear. <laughs> tear streamed down my face. Well, it was
0: like the first day of summer or something. Yeah. Technically, or the day before. I don't remember. Uh, I stepped outside to enjoy the air. And I was like, ah, And I took <laughs> one step off my deck. Straight into a hole, and I was certain I broke my ankle. I've never in my life heard my ankle pop like that or turn in that direction. So um I'm in a boot. Well, not right this second, but I should be in a boot. <laughs> so my entire right side, I, I kind of feel like Ace Ventura when he gets hit with all the darts. And, and he's just running just, and his body's yeah, flopping around. The right side of my bar- body is just worthless right now. I got mine on my left arm, but oh well. I told him to do the right because I'm like, well screw it. I already can't walk. <laughs> so
1: there we go. Okay, well anyway, we're back. We're halfway vaccinated. We are ready to go. We're feeling better. I'm feeling better. Sorry, Megan. Sorry, your life sucks. I can't, right, I can't I can't help you.
0: It's okay, I guess.
1: I enjoyed Mother Nature by putting together a raised garden bed. Mm. And my mango tree is thriving. My mango plant, it's not a tree. I also saw that from seed, like if you just plant the seed, it takes up to six years to grow fruit, which like I can be a patient person. I I guess I'm more persistent. Like I will wait those six years. Watch me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I repotted it today. I was like, you're so big. (laughs) Now, what are you going to do in the wintertime? bring it inside. I don't think I'm going to plant it like in the ground. I think I'm just going to put it in like a bigger pot Mm -hmm. and hope that it, I I don't know. By the
0: time it gets to be a big boy, it will withstand the Yeah, well,
1: the problem is it can't be in anything under 60 degrees. I don't know. I'm hoping it stays like a smaller tree. I'll have to look up full grown mango trees or something (laughs) and just hope that I can keep it in a big pot and transport it. Ah, yes. (laughs) Stop. I know I've made' a, I've made a grave mistake, folks, but I'm gonna have mangoes in six years. So when you guys are still listening to us <laughs> six years from now, I'll let you know when you can get those mangoes,
0: yeah. My avocado sadly did not make It was thriving, and <laughs> then it didn't. So I don't know what I did wrong. that sucks. i I gave
1: i not doing avocados anymore. I hate them,
0: oh, okay. Well, anyway, this week, <laughs> <laughs> our topic this week is, Another bridge, which we did one recently, but that's okay. Did we? Covered bridge. Oh, I guess you're right. (laughs) I (laughs) I was like, did we, though? (laughs) Two episodes ago or something?
1: (laughs) Listen, time is a blur. Nothing is real anymore, so... So
0: this bridge has many names, Mm -hmm. but I guess for... Since we're talking about the haunted history... We'll go ahead and say that this episode is covering the Purple Head Bridge.
1: Yeah. And I learned of this from a co-worker at one of my jobs, one of my jobs. And he was, we were just talking about different places that I've gone. He's like, oh, how's your podcast going? Which, like, I doubt you listen, but hi, Jeremiah. Thanks. So, <laughs> and he's like, oh, have you gone to Purple Head Bridge? Like, it was just, it should be, like, right in our deck of cards. I was like, no, I've never even heard of that. No. It's like, oh, well, I don't want to talk about what you're supposed to see here. Yeah because that's Megan's job this week, but he's like, oh, you should go check it out. So we traveled to Vincennes, Indiana. We really love going
0: south. I don't know. It's technically, it's Vincennes on one end, and the other end, you're in St. Francisville, Illinois? Yeah,
1: once you cross this bridge, one side is Illinois, one side is Indiana.
0: Yeah, because this is a really long bridge, but I'll get into that with the history. But first... (laughs) We have a drink. Oh, right. And I had a drink in mind. I was ready. I've seen it almost every time we go out to look for a drink. And I figured it was going to be perfect this time. And nobody had it of all the times I've seen it. And now no one has it. And I was pretty bummed. And it would have worked, I guess. But this one's actually, I think, maybe even better. I think it looks cool. But I also am about, you know, minimalistic designs and this is definitely minimal. You may be surprised and delighted because I was. I was unaware of this but what I ended up picking up is uh my god it's so hard to read. It's like I was gonna say I can
1: I'm I thought it was just a plain black can I'm gonna be honest but as I'm looking there is a slight a slightly darker
0: or a slightly lighter black. Mm -hmm. Well and I tried to look it up on the their website, and this brewery is so new that it's not even listed, and this is one of their newest flavors. Well, of course. And the flavor, it's a beer, is called Midnight. Ah, okay. So, okay. there we go. And it's from Afterburner Brewing Company okay. in Terre Haute. Oh, yeah. what? Surprise, right? It's on 9th Street. That 9th and what? 629. That so, is right next to, I'm
1: not, that's, I think the uh, Terra Hope Brewing Company is in the 600s. Okay, so. It's just next door to Terra Hope Brewing Company that we've discussed back when we covered Maugers.
0: I don't know if it's like a subsidiary or a sister company or like an hmm. offshoot or something. Yeah, because that means strange. it has to be right in the same Like, you have
1: to be able to throw a stone from Moggers to Terre Haute Brewing Company to apparently now this
0: brewing company. Well, and that was my thought when he said it, because I said I'd never, I thought it was 18th Street just because of the design, kind of. I guess there's a little more loud, but he said, oh, no, that's the new one in Terre Haute. It just opened up, like, not even a year ago. Oh, Okay, and... that'd be kind of cool if they make that little, like, just like a
1: brewery section of town, and then they could do like a brewery, oh my gosh, a beer walk, and hopefully then like moggers and stables and everything around there could benefit from that, especially the bowling alley. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The bowling alley is also right there. I haven't gone bowling since the pandemic has
0: kind of loosened up, I guess. yeah. Yep. So we'll get into why this is relevant.
1: I like this can. Sorry, I'm looking at it. It was Well, that's
0: I almost gave up on it. But then I saw that can. I said, what the heck is it? And I kept turning it. And I said, oh, that's the writing. And it's just so subtle. And the guy was in the back looking for this. I was looking for Purple Haze because it's Purple Head Bridge. Yeah. And while he was in the back looking, this caught my eye. I was like, never mind. We're good. Yeah. (laughs) So we can go ahead and crack this now. I guess. All right. So do we do we know what kind, if it's an That's IPA, why I was trying if it's to a logger? I want to say it's an IPA, but I don't know. I'll tell you for this four pack, it was a little expensive. It came up to $20. Oh, I found it
1: actually. Wow. Not even close. Very tiny above the barcode. Do you see what it is? Which makes sense with it being midnight. Uh, yep. And I because it's a little more expensive, like IPAs can be expensive, but I was wondering if it was a more rich intense beer and it sure is it's an imperial stout i'm excited yes i am oh, did you just sit the can down
0: <laughs> i don't do you want to split one or do you want
1: to a- i you never you are not wasting in this house okay so i'm gonna open one can and me and megan are gonna share it because she's sorry, not gonna guys. waste beer in my house i'm also
0: in a lot of pain and on painkillers so I guess, I
1: guess that's fair okay ready three two one nice Ooh, nice deep I just licked it off my finger. I'm not going to go based off of the little lick on my finger, but hopefully it's something like that. It's pretty darn good. I mean, smells like an Imperial Stout. I mean, it's an Imperial Stout. It's it's not bad. I like it. It, <clears throat> it doesn't have, like... I feel like we've hit, like, coffee notes before and, like, mocha notes before. This is just a pretty... Yeah. It's just kind of, I don't know, middle of the road. I don't know how to explain it. It doesn't have any chocolate notes, in my opinion. Not very dark chocolate notes or anything like that. I'm picking up,
0: this sounds so weird. Almost more like a caramel. Like oats, oatmeal, if yeah. you will.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, yeah, more like oatmeal-y. I'm picking up more of like a caramel yeah, taste and, as opposed to chocolate, which I feel like is, well, that's war with stouts. Or this, oh my God, this is an imperial stout. Oh. Uh. Sorry. It's all right. It's okay. uh, I think I was thinking of porters, but it doesn't matter. This is pretty good. I don't, I'm not very good without notes apparently, but just take my word for it. If you like imperial stouts, this doesn't feel like it sits very heavy. Not, it doesn't have very strong notes, which I don't think is a bad
0: thing. It's just, I, standard drink. I will enjoy this. It's good, and it's weird that we have another brewing company in Terre Haute. So,
1: because I mean, Terre Haute's not small, but I feel like it. If you're gonna have multiple, I feel like they shouldn't be on literally the same block. I feel like that was a little bit silly, unless they're trying to create like a environment
0: there. Our downtown area isn't that big either. Mm -hmm. There really isn't anywhere else to put it. I guess. (laughs) I mean, you still want it close to downtown, but. Sorry, I'm still trying to decide the notes on this. There might be some kind
1: of fruit that I'm picking up, but I I don't know. I like it, though.
0: Not bad. Not bad. Expensive. <laughs> I didn't realize it's what I was buying, but here we are. Well, well, well you win some, you lose some. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. All right. So we'll go ahead and jump into the history now of the Purple Head Covered Bridge, which technically... It's got a couple other names. There's the Wabash Cannonball Bridge, mm-hmm. which many people I feel like that's what most people would know it as just because the sign pointing to it says Wabash Cannonball Bridge because there was the famous Wabash Cannonball train. Uh-huh.
1: And the the song, the banger wabash cannonball if you don't know just go just search indiana state university wabash cannonball depending on the year you get you might see yours truly out there playing it it was one it was my favorite song to play hands down i mean well because i mean we had our shows and i like the show pieces but we always had regulars that we played like we played back home again we played wabash cannonball we played all these like regular stand tunes wabash cannonball those were the ones with the dance
0: moves and everything like that that was my favorite well, despite the name, the train never actually went over that bridge. Which, if you're wondering, what do you mean a train went over a bridge and that you drove on? We'll uh, get there. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get there. <laughs> they also call it the Stangle Bridge, which refers to the farmer who bought the bridge and had originally converted it to uh, use for vehicles. Oh, uh, okay. So his last name, and then. If you're in Illinois, they refer to it as the St. Francisville Bridge because they're in Illinois. Is it St. Francisville? Yes. Okay, that well, makes sense. sense. Uh, it's the small Illinois community connected to it. And then, of course, if you want to go the haunted route, people also know it as the Purple Head Bridge. hmm All right. First, we'll get into just general history, and then we'll get into the spooky stuff. Okay. So this portion of information is coming from historicbridges.org. Fitting. They said, This bridge is a most unusual historic bridge, both because this large, multi-span structure is composed of spans from three different dates, and also because of its conversion for vehicular travel. It's uh, conversion. It is something. Well, I'll go ahead. It looks like they do get into it. It says originally it was a railroad bridge and the railroad company did not engage in wholesale demolition and replacement of the bridge at any time, but rather replaced individual spans as needed. Oh my God. So if it, it shows, started to y'all. fall apart,
1: they're like, well, it's only this part. Like, I don't want to knock it, but uh, it shows. Hmm.
0: And I don't believe it covers it in here, so I'll go ahead and say it. This bridge in total is 1441 feet long. It is massive lo-
1: The thing is, I'm bad at comprehending numbers sometimes. I can't remember like how long the covered bri- like bridged and covered bridges, or even when we did Edna Collins covered bridge. I can't remember exactly how long they were. Mm-hmm. But you said that and I was like, oh, that seems pretty big, y'all. Without question, the longest bridge I've ever been on.
0: Well, the Wabash River does span over some mileage. Like it goes on for a while and it goes into several states, I believe. Yeah. So if you're familiar with the Wabash Bridge, I guess I don't, or Wabash Bridge, Wabash River, I don't know if it stays the same width throughout but probably not as it runs through like the Terre Haute area and then into southern Indiana it's pretty wide yeah so it has to get across the entire span of the river Mm -hmm. and then make sure you're safely across so it overcompensates on either side you know I realize I said this has to be the longest
1: bridge I've ever been on I maybe don't want to jump the gun there but the longest bridge of this kind because like here's I've driven into St. Louis before I'm sure that bridge is much longer than this one because you also have to take this one at a bit of a a slow pace yes (laughs) for fear of
0: dying (laughs) well and do would you include land bridges in that
1: I don't know see I, I that's why I said I feel like I jumped the gun but like the type of bridge that this is and maybe it doesn't help that we went at a snail's pace but like I was scared to go any faster than I already was yeah it is a questionable bridge so when you just think of like your good old covered bridge this isn't covered but like if you think of a bridge like that this is the longest one for sure that i've been on
0: it's like a raw iron bridge and i don't know if you remember but it kind of had an arching effect but then at some point in the middle it like i don't know it came to a point kind and of and then yeah. arched again. Okay, that's because that middle section used to swing. It used to be what was called a swing bridge. Okay. So oh. when boats would come through, the train tracks would separate and swing and face uh perpendicular. Help me, I'm really bad. Parallel? It. Not per- parallel. It would be perpendicular. Okay. So you have the two ends that connect you to the land and the middle piece would just separate. And spin so that boats could go through. So it would be
1: like a not connected plus sign? Yeah. I don't like that. So are the hinges like completely secure now? It was hand operated. I feel like I saw like a (laughs) crank, like a gear at one point. I'm like, that's odd. That doesn't, Mm. that's weird. I can't sound like Cardi B, but imagine the TikTok
0: sound. (laughs) It shouldn't swing anymore because of the... Updates that have been done to it, but it <laughs> updates definitely... is a generous word. Well, okay, I'll we'll get there. We'll oh, get there. Okay, the spans of the bridge, the different sections date from 1897, another part dates to 1904, and another one to 1924. Mm-hmm. So there's a part of that bridge that hasn't been touched since 1897. I believe it, I fully believe I mean, it. short of putting that, the the road on it, if right, you will. right. That's all that's been done to it. it hasn't been replaced. Mm-hmm. Later in the 20th century, the bridge was ab- abandoned by the railroad. The bridge did then, at a later date, find new life in an uncommon way. A farmer named Frank Stangle. That's such a terrible name. Yeah, I don't know. I I want to call it Strangle or like Stank Stank Stang, Stangle. Right, Frank Stank. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Stangle. Bought the bridge in 1970 and opened it for vehicular traffic as a toll bridge. What What a cheapskate. (laughs) Had to pay for that. He probably put his
1: money in and he's like, hell. And you know what's funny? I feel like when we looked it up on our maps, it said that it was a toll bridge. But I'll tell you right now, folks, it's not not a toll bridge. Because I realized when we were getting there, the map said, like, toll
0: bridge on route. I'm like, the F there is. Yeah. It's not. It's not a toll bridge now. They say what is interesting is very minimal changes were made to the bridge by this private owner. Yeah. The railroad ties were left in place and running planks for cars were simply put on top. Like that
1: just to me sounds like a cheapskate. He wanted some money and he's like. So if you
0: step out, you can see where you've got the almost like the runway for your two for the the wheels on Mm -hmm. either side. But there's still the slash Trusses. Yeah. No. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> L- oh, God. That, <laughs> like, gave me cold shit. I don't know. Yeah. The rails were removed from the deck but did not leave the bridge since the guardrail that was added to the bridge uses the railroad rails as guardrail post. So oh, they... So we
1: repurposed something.
0: Yeah, they didn't want to get rid of it. So now those really, really old rails of the train track now serve as the guardrail. rail again cheapskate couldn't even be
1: bothered to like build a safer structure like just use these old rickety rails that'll
0: keep them from falling yeah, yeah. in 1995 the bridge apparently was sold to the city of saint francisville oh in the 21st century, the bridge was sold to the state of Illinois in 2009, who claims that they will maintain the bridge and keep it open. Open. I don't I know. know why I said it like that. Open. open. <laughs> However, given the striking lack of historic bridge preservation in Illinois, especially with IDOT-owned bridges, from other Wabash River bridges such as the, the Mount Carmel Bridge oh, man. to the Seneca Bridge, some concern and uncertainty for the future of this bridge due to the transfer of ownership seems warranted. Yeah. So Illinois just does not take care of their bridges. I mean,
1: we literally have the covered bridge capital of the world. Like, Indiana's mm-hmm. the covered bridge capital of the world. Of course, we're like, just let, let it, can it. we please it take <laughs> care of that bridge? You want to, like, can we borrow the bridge? Like, we're over here sweating it up because we've got all these really nice bridges mm-hmm. throughout the whole state. And we're like, y'all just going to let this, uh... You're going to let this
0: eyesore hang out? Yeah. Well, what I saw, and I don't believe either website that I, I cite here covers this, I did watch a video on YouTube, and gosh, I don't remember the name of it. I'm sorry. <laughs> but they talk about historical landmarks in kind of like the Midwest region. It sounds like they may do all over the place. Okay. But it looks like mostly Midwest. And they covered this bridge, and... The video was from last year, and they said that uh, updates, that someone, no, the state of Illinois was putting two million, several million dollars into the bridge to update it in 2020. So they said, make sure you get here and see the bridge before it's changed, because you'll never see it like this again. Well, now, so
1: they're saying that was going to be done in 2020? Yeah. Yeah. The the pandemic, the quarantine happened. I feel like
0: that video was posted in like the fall. Yeah. Or late summer. So
1: maybe they're just didn't have it quite right. Even if they planned on starting the construction in 2020, if it was late summer, early fall, like. That there was nothing happening. No. then.
0: and like most construction things here in the Midwest, um, they'll always be postponed. Terre Haute's been under construction since what, eighteen sixty? Right, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> since
1: it was founded. <laughs> Jesus, the north end of town right now is absolutely impossible. The the time, Tell me about the side it. of town that you live on, I didn't, I hadn't been down there for a while, and then I had to stop by your house, and I was like, oh, I guess I can't turn there. I'll just come to no. I guess I won't go. Thirteenth oh, is right? open
0: now, so there's. I know. That.
1: Well, you've got what is it Lafayette you've got near Maple the route to Clinton just everything every mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't understand
0: moving on <laughs> <laughs> they go on to say it's hoped that this bridge will receive a higher level of care and attention than those bridges given its historic significance so let's hope. here's hoping that that plan is still in place and that it was just postponed because of the pandemic but
1: oh, they probably already spent it elsewhere. Who knows?
0: Well, <laughs> this next section comes from, and I hate the name of this magazine. I wanted to look and to see why it was named this, but it is, whatever. It is what it is. This comes from boomermagonline.com. It's okay. The magazine is called Boomer. I think, I feel like I've heard of it. I really hope it's not like a play on the most recent form <laughs> yeah. of the word. So, they cover the haunted stuff. I mean, they also cover the history, but about the same stuff. So, they start off with the age-old question in regard to the bridge centers around whether or not it's haunted. That question can only be answered with another question. Do you believe in ghosts? I mean,
1: it's a little yeah. silly,
0: but it's kind of fair. Yeah. I, I, at first, I was like, well, duh, but then you right. I mean, if you don't believe, then then you're not going to believe. Yep, yep. They say many of the ghost stories associated with the bridge involve a floating purple head, which appears both during the daytime and nighttime hours. You don't have to trek out in the middle of the night, uh, apparently. Interesting. Interesting to know now. <laughs> <laughs> there are reports of the head being seen both above and below the bridge, and also in the rear view mirror of vehicles that have stopped there. Ooh. I just literally...
1: Just the words made me think of as above, so below. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. That's one of my favorite scary
0: movies. It like it's jumped like thriller. I don't even know if you'd call it scary. It's psychological horror. Yeah,
1: I guess. Uh, and if you have claustrophobia, careful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is good. It was a, a sleeper, I think. So. No, for real, for real. It jumped right up in my top, I don't know how many, but good movie. Go check it
0: out. Catacombs. <laughs> Well, and when they say that you can see the purple head below the bridge, I guess if you're on boats or... We did see cars down near the water. Well, we thought yeah. it was a boat, and then I guess it was a car. I don't really know what was happening yeah, down there. we don't know. So, Because at first I'm like, how can you see it under the bridge? But I guess. Mm-mm. I guess. They go on to say that... To receive a visit from the ghost, one must either blink their headlights three times or honk their horn. Mm, Again, <laughs> not mentioned before. That's a little annoying. The identity of the purple head is up for debate. A primary theory is that the head belongs to a man. Oh, here we go. I'm going to tell you right now, there are so many variants, so let's just and strap they all, in, y'all. They
1: all switch up like one tiny detail.
0: No, I feel like they're pretty... S- their own story. Okay. I we will find out. Here we go. A primary theory is that the head belongs to a man who tried to commit suicide by hanging himself from the bridge, but something went wrong. The story goes that when the man jumped off the bridge, he was decapitated by the rope hanging around his neck and that his body was never found. That's creepy.
1: Mm-hmm. And that would explain why you see the head below the bridge.
0: The story goes that when the man jumped off the bridge, he was decapitated by the rope hanging around. <laughs> I read that. <laughs> it said the floating, sobbing purple head belongs to him and that he haunts the bridge because of the gruesome nature of his death.
1: I just imagine... Well, maybe I shouldn't get to, to detail about it, but I could that That's gross.
0: <laughs> it didn't... I must have seen it in another, but uh, another article... article but they said that it separated his head from his body, but the head was still hanging by the rope. And so they just found the Yeah, head. it makes me
1: wonder how that would happen. But again, we won't, we won't, I was going to
0: say dissect that right oh, now. Uh, <laughs> <So> whoops, <laughs> go on. Whoops. Some blame Purple Head on the fierce Native American battles that used to take place in the area. The ghost, according to this theory, is the collective spirit of the Indians who died... Is, is it the collective spirits of the Indians who died defending their land?
1: I when was this written?
0: Sorry, I to didn't make you get the I'm sorry. I oh no, not. it's fine.
1: It just I don't Native Americans. <laughs> I, and I know your quote. I know well, your quote, I know Native quoting.
0: Americans, and then they said Indians. So right, I mean, we understand. Y'all know this isn't me, so I'm right. not. These going are to, these are quotes. Not I'm not going to correct ignorance. it every time. The uh, Other purple-head believers say the ghost is a specific Native American. Uh Many white settlers and Native Americans were killed in skirmishes up and down the Wabash during the French and Indian War, including a shaman who is said not to have received a proper burial. Either to retrieve his body by his eh, tribe—sorry, efforts to retrieve his body by his tribe were unsuccessful. The shaman did not get a proper burial, and his soul did not make it to the next realm. It said he's haunted the land ever since.
1: Yeah, I mean, fair. <laughs> well, because that's such a strong, like, their beliefs, I'm sure, Carrie, like, it, they needed to go to a place and yeah. didn't happen that devastating.
0: Yeah. On the other hand, Purple could be the ghost of James Johnson. Oh, but of course. Who has a small memorial near the bridge. Okay. Johnston was a lieutenant colonel from the Pennsylvania militia who served in the Revolutionary War. Okay. <laughs> it said that Johnston served the, survived the battle that took place nearby and lived out his years in the area. Some insist that Johnson's Johnston searches the area for anyone who crosses the bridge at night, daring to disturb his slumber. <laughs> Whoops. Yikes. Another oh, theory. I, another one. <laughs> I told you. Another theory is that purple head is the ghost of J.B. Halter, a Catholic priest from St. Francisville, who fell from a Big Four train as it crossed over the bridge in December of 1906. As the story goes, the priest struck his head after falling and lay suffering through the night, moaning for help. Ah. Railroad workers found Halter the next morning, and he was taken to the home of some friends where he subsequently died. Legend has it that before his death, halter explained to friends that he'd been to Vincennes and had enjoyed a couple of drinks. He stepped onto the platform after becoming ill, and a sudden jolt led to his fatal fall. Okay, that would suck, so like that would really suck if that actually happened though those are the theories they cover again, I think they're all pretty different like they it's not That's
1: true. It's not like one little detail changing here and there.
0: mm-hmm. Now, it says, this is St. Francisville, this is not Vincent's. Most of the 700 or so residents of St. Francisville scoff at the notion that the bridge is haunted at all. However, they say all of the ghost stories serve to bring more traffic to the bridge, which isn't a bad thing. In the (laughs) end, the answer to the question rests in the minds of those who visit the bridge. Do you believe in ghosts?
1: I like how they're like, St. Francisville is having none of that. Vincent's is chill right st francisville though
0: here's the thing y'all are like it's not haunted but i guess it's bringing traffic so that's cool okay the bridge is literally going to cave in any minute so (laughs) if you're wanting the traffic maybe keep up maintenance on the bridge
1: right like what is even in st francisville
0: nothing sorry if you're from st francisville illinois sorry (laughs) it's a population of about 700 so not much is uh my guess yeah Sorry, my squeaky chair. (laughs) This poor computer chair has had better days. (laughs) Yikes. So I think that really covers it. Everything else was pretty, it it was the same thing over and over. And do you really want more theories, guys? Do you?
1: (laughs) We could do this all day, all night, whatever time of day you're this. Let's listening come up with one right now. We did it last week. Um I bet all I all I'm picturing when you're this is so terrible. All I'm picturing when you're talking about the purple head is I think I know which one it is. Don't say. What is it, Kelsey? Prisoner of Azkaban? The shrunken head in the oh. night bus? <laughs> like yeah. that's what I'm picturing the whole time but with a purple haze around it. That okay. I do, that I is don't a know take. So. It it's it is an idea. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, I feel bad because whoever whoever they are, that's that's what I've been picturing your face as, so I'm sorry if it's not even close.
0: <laughs> but that covers the history of the Purple Head Wabash Cannonball Stangle St. Francisville Bridge. Yay. I'm going to make sure that is the title of this episode. Okay. <laughs>
1: <so> <laughs> probably not. I'm going to keep it simple because we're here for the spooky stuff, which is the Purple Head Bridge. So I will say now, when we went to this location, we're going to cover our our experience at this bridge now, we only knew maybe two of those takes. Yeah, maybe the one that was leaned on heavy for some reason in the information that we had gathered before going to the bridge was the shaman
0: and the French Indian War and
1: yeah, and not having the proper burial and blah, blah, blah. For some reason, as you said it, I feel like I came across the whole idea of the guy who hung himself, but his head was still hanging there. Mm-hmm. That, ugh, that's
0: that don't one, like, like that weirds one.
1: me out the most, and I don't know why. It just kind of grosses me out. You, It leads you to wonder, like, how did it still stay hanging there? Like, yeah, how did he jump off the bridge to manage such an outcome? Mm-hmm. But we went with thinking about the shaman. So we didn't ask any tasteless questions. Don't worry. We tried to be very respectful yeah. of something that we have no clue about. Which is very hard. You're just, you have to keep it very, very calm, what have you. So, Vincent's is south of us, so we make another trek down south, which we passed. It took us a very similar way to another location that we went, that for some reason I'm really drawing a blank on right now. Miram. Oh, well then a couple different locations, that's true. There was Miram, there was also, oh my word, I won't think of it, but it's fine. So, Vincent's indiana it started to take us towards evansville which is where the willard library is which yeah. don't forget the willard library now has their ghost cam back up and it looks like it's been revamped so instead of updating every minute it's just a constant feed yes so, so that's cool check it out if you get a chance and when <laughs> the drive we did it talk about with the shaman specifically in the in the instances you talked about i don't think so that the whole spookiness, what it, whoever it is that is haunting this bridge, like, they're really, their prime time, because there usually tends to be a specific time, yep. is midnight. midnight. Yay, it came full circle with the Imperial <laughs> Stout I did, Midnight. I
0: realized as I passed off, I'm like, it didn't say that, but yeah, it's you need to show up at midnight and apparently you can honk your horn or flash Flash your headlights. Which, this is a
1: very long bridge and there's really not a lot of civilization from it end end. It is a
0: one-lane bridge, first of all. So, yeah. and there's nothing to say, there's another car coming, you just have to look. And hope for the best. So you, at night, look for headlights,
1: or during the day, I guess, hope you can see that far down the bridge. I don't know what you would do if you just kind of start going. It seems like not a heavily trafficked bridge, so it doesn't seem to be an issue. It seems like it wouldn't be a heavily trafficked bridge, but we'll get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think we'll be able to, we weren't able to get a video because it was dark when we went, we tried to do this midnight thing. We were able to get a picture of the bridge, but if you could, hopefully the picture does justice because driving down this bridge is terrifying. It, uh, I didn't, I don't know what I was expecting, but when I pulled onto it, I didn't realize, like, they basically just laid loose boards down, and they're like, "Good luck!" And yeah. just it just starts banging, and you hear all you of can the old hear the metal and the railroad ties like shaking underneath you. They sound like chains, chains shaking underneath
0: you. Which this also didn't cover it. I get. I don't know which other um, article I read about this, but they said that people will hear spooky creaking noises, and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." Absolutely. I don't know how you it? wouldn't. If you
1: you could walk on that thing and it would sound like Marley's freaking ghost, like I don't know. Is it is it just Marley? Yeah. I don't know. I think I think of when I think of a the Christmas carol is the Muppets one. We've talked about that. So I picture Marley <laughs> and Marley like the two ghosts. It's the superior Christmas carol. Go watch it.
0: Agree to disagree.
1: Anyway, I've never seen Scrooge. Still, it's not time. <clears throat> it, there are plenty of months for that. I am not. Get, we're getting uh, off topic. We're
0: halfway there.
1: I don't. Oh my god! Why are you like? <laughs> why are you the way that you are? I don't know. Anyway, fall it. fall starts any minute, folks. Like for me, Summer it just starts started. any minute. It is fall my heart year round. We've got to get on with this bridge. Okay. So. We tried to get for get hit this sweet spot of midnight, and I didn't realize like how well we had timed it out because I think by the time we got to the bridge, it's about eleven forty five or so. Yes, so we get. <laughs> I didn't know what to expect. We don't know to, what to expect. So I start. We get on this bridge right when we realize it is just a one lane bridge, and then I'm like, well, there's no turning around now. So I was like, we'll just get to the other end, and then I'll s- turn around, find a spot to park. And it just kept going. And I was like, well, maybe we'll turn around. Like, I don't know.
0: Mm -hmm. I will say, because you're right over the water and there's all these trees, there were so many lightning bugs It looked like glitter. It was so pretty. It was magical
1: (laughs) AF. Like, go during the summertime. Go now.
0: Yeah. And you will see, not
1: the person who's driving, unfortunately. You're going to be, like, death gripping the steering wheel, as (laughs) I was. But it is very pretty. Lots of fireflies. We enjoy it. (laughs) So we finally make it to the other end of the bridge and I turn around and I'm I, like, we just have to find a spot to stop. And it's so, it's quiet, but it's not. Also, there was that boat that we thought was a boat that might have been a car. And I was like, how am I supposed to honk my horn right. and not draw attention to myself? Because I feel like it's just going to echo across the freaking Wabash. And I don't want all of Illinois and Indiana to know that we're here. Yeah. <laughs> so to not be detected, I... Turned off my headlights no. and drove across this bridge with my headlights off. 10 out of 10 would not recommend. It was very stupid, but I was so anxious about getting caught that I was like, I'm just going to lean forward like an old grandma and watch very carefully. So we just like, <laughs> let putt- me know if I go over that line. <laughs> oh my God, our great grandma. <laughs> so we're just puttering across the bridge. Finally, get to a stopping point. We stop. We set up shop. We've got two. Vo- we. Because this is such a narrow bridge and the legend doesn't say anything about getting out of the vehicle, we didn't really get out of the vehicle. So many freaking bugs. That's true. It's one, there's not a lot of clearance on either side of the car, and two, so many bugs. And there's, there's also nothing in the legend that says to turn your car off. And it was a little warm, so I was like, I'm just going to leave it running for a little bit of airflow. So we've got two voice recorders. I did use one of the cameras. Unfortunately, it was so dark, and because we were in the car, the night vision was kind of hitting off the windshield and doing weird things. It was a little bit useless. Also, it got cut short, but we'll get there. Uh, Two voice recorders, one EMF reader, and I believe that's all that was really useful to us on this trip. Yeah. So unfortunately, very limited, but this is a visual learning experience because we're looking for a floating purple head. So. I don't honk my horn or anything. We just kind of like start asking and hoping that we don't have to honk the horn because I'm too scared to draw attention to myself. Yeah. We have the EMF sitting up on the dash, and we've, we've tried this before to make sure that the EMF isn't set off by anything in the car, and it's really not. And once it's sitting still, it's there. If nobody has their phones out, it's not really reacting to anything. We had a couple questionable sounds we found on the voice recorders. In this in this session that we did, that could be something, but it was, we were really kind of grasping at straws here, mm-hmm. like some sighs, some guttural noises. Heavy I'd, breathing. Really, I think we're all just heavy breathers. So <laughs> for this first section, because there's more than one section and you'll hear why, there's not a ton happening, but we're asking questions. And the EMF starts to flicker just the tiniest bit. And we're like, oh, like, was that you touching touching the green light? And it's like, yes. And like <laughs> shot to almost red. We're like, hello. And we thought, we're like, maybe it's just a fluke. I don't know. So we ask it. We're like, do that again if that was you. And without hesitation, it's like, boo, boo, boo. And just starts like floating around orange pretty consistently. Mm-hmm. And we're like, well, dang! Are like, are you actually here with us right now? And it it start like, it didn't feel bad. The energy wasn't weird in the car, but the EMF was like really interactive. Suddenly, we look at the clock, midnight on the dot. Yeah, and we're like, ooh, like getting yeah. getting really excited. But also, the reason why we looked at the clock and realized it was midnight on the dot is they're... Looking out the windows, they're using the EMF, they're using the voice recorders. I was the one that drove, so I'm focused very heavily on the front and the rear view mirrors because I'm looking for this head. I look in the rear view mirror and suddenly I do see something headlights. And I was like, no. (laughs) I was, this was like, yeah, right on midnight, right when the EMF just kind of shot up to orange and just stayed there and they were all excited about that and i was like oh that's a car that's a car like i got really flustered and annoyed because we finally were starting to get something right when we were supposed to so unfortunately because this is a very long bridge and there's really only one way to go we had to drive i'd say a couple miles yeah out of the way I feel like it just felt like that long. Maybe a mile or so. Maybe. I mean, we. I was driving slow because it's a gravel road and it's late at night. And for some reason, I feel like I'm flying at night when I'm not. So we go, unfortunately, a little bit out of our way. I turn one way and hope that the vehicle is going the other way. Our luck, it, it did. did yes. So I'm like, we did not drive all this way for less than 10 minutes of interaction. So I'm like, we need to get back there. We drive back. We passed like two or three more cars on the way back to the bridge. I was like, man, this
0: is not looking good, folks. But then it could be. Now I'm thinking it could have been those cars down by the water. That's true because I think we saw three different sets of lights and we
1: thought maybe it was like pontoons grouped together, but then three cars pass us. Yeah. I didn't think about that till just now. (laughs) I didn't either. It's a possibility because then when we got back, all the lights were gone, like all the boat or car lights were gone. So maybe Mm -hmm. it was them. So we make it back to the bridge, and we are very lucky this time that no one was there, and we were actually able to sit for a good chunk of time, I'd say, 20 minutes uninterrupted. Yeah. And we set everything back up. I Again, I didn't worry about the camcorder at this point. Camcorder? I'm so old. Like, what what would you call it? The camera. <laughs> that's, I call it camcorder. camcorder. I think that's what it is. <laughs> we didn't worry about it this time. We set up shop back where we kind of were and unfortunately it's just dead. Dead as a doornail. Nothing with the EMF, no noises inside or outside. I'm not seeing any floating purple head at first and we're like, "Dang, we like have to work back up to get this to get this spirit activity. to come back to yeah. us." So we're trying to be nice. We're like, "Hey, like we're back. It's cool <laughs> like if you want to come back out." And I can't remember what someone said, but there was just this tiny like and it like floated the EMF <laughs> spike just the tiniest bit. And we're like, "Oh, like are is that you are you are right. you here we're back and it kept warming up and getting a little higher and a little higher and it's but it wasn't it just wasn't the same it didn't feel the same the the same kind of intensity wasn't there and i don't know if i guess i didn't even say who was on this trip it was me megan john and maddie on this one and I don't know if John was just ready to like chalk it up to failure faster than the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. Because he finally was just like not very long into this second session, he's just like, Well, do you want us to leave? Like, are are you wanting us to leave you alone? And there was nothing really happening in like I don't remember feeling anything, hearing anything, seeing anything. But on one of our voice recorders, Almost immediately after he asks the question, you hear what sounds it really, It really does. It sounds like a intelligent response to he says, "Do you want us to go?" And immediately you hear, "No, don't." And we're like, "Oh,
0: like I, it, is that what he said? Is that what he asked?" I thought he asked something else. I, I don't. Uh, Crap. I thought it was...
1: Well, because the problem is, for some reason, John asked a few different times if it wanted us to leave. Whatever
0: he asked, it was a yes or no question. Yeah.
1: what I was I thought that was it, but it was definitely what he asked was a pretty plain yes or no question. And it was just this, no, don't. Like, really kind of forced. Yeah. And why would any of us <laughs> say, no, don't leave? Like... Right. We would have been like, why, why are we are not leaving? We're staying. There would have been an explanation. Because we were in such a small, enclosed area, we tried to speak very clearly. And, I mean, there weren't really many noises to mistake. Yeah. Because all of us, were we were in a car. It, you could hear me talking from the driver's seat to the back right corner of John's voice recorder, Maddie to the front right to Megan's back left recorder, it just... It picked up everything. Yes. And the thing about the no-don't is it picked up on both recorders kind of the same volume. Yeah, it wasn't closer
0: to one or the other.
1: So it wasn't like John accidentally mouthed something close to his. It wasn't like Megan was responding from across the car. But both devices picked it up pretty clearly. But none of us heard it in the moment, and I don't believe any of us were saying We were all pretty quiet on this visit, I suppose. Yeah. And there were moments, I'm going to go ahead and spoil it now, did I see a purple floating head in front of me, behind me, above, or below me? No. (laughs) Unfortunately not. But I did, there was a moment when the EMF did interact with us and it's because I it is dark this the I almost said the sun was out the moon was out enough that it was creating some light but it's still kind of dark and your eyes adjust but I swear the second time we parked towards the end like getting towards the last five ten minutes I kept seeing just this like Something Mm -hmm. very quickly, a shadow going across the back windshield. And at first I thought John was, like, reaching his arm out to, like, put his arm around Megan or grab his drink or something. No. (laughs) (laughs) We don't do that. (laughs) But it just kept happening. And finally I was staring very intensely at the back windshield. And I just saw this shadow go by again. And I was like, I don't think my mind is playing tricks on me. So I asked. I was like, is that you walking by my back windshield? And I believe that's when the EMF started to pick up a little bit again. And we're like, oh, so mm, yeah. is that you? But then it sort of disappeared again. We asked if it liked the bugs or not. <laughs> I did. <laughs> did. you think the bugs are pretty? And it spiked a little bit. We're like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, no purple floating head. I was even trying to see if there was something off in the distance or close by. Or if your eyes start to play tricks on you long enough that could look like a purple floating head. And I really don't know what people are seeing when they say that because there's nothing, there's no lights in front of you. It's just woods in front of you. Well, I guess depending on which way you look, there's nothing in front of you or behind you Mm -hmm. that would reflect or reflect purple for that matter.
0: Yeah, and there were so many lightning bugs, but they were very obviously lightning bugs and not purple, a purple mass.
1: Right, the only thing, and it still doesn't make sense, is like, those cars that we saw. Honestly, I thought at first there was a cop that had pulled over two cars because one of the lights were kind of red and blue, almost, if you weren't paying attention, a little purple. Yeah. But it was also, like, I don't know, 300 yards away. Like, it wasn't near the bridge, and it was very obvious that it was a vehicle. So that kind of sucks that its namesake did not show up <laughs> yeah didn't show up and we were trying we even even though you probably shouldn't we always make sure to like start our sessions and leave our sessions in a good spot and to make it clear that we don't want to be followed and we're not trying to do anything weird right but if things are moving kind of slowly like this trip did we will provocate uh-huh. <laughs> if we need to and we started to we didn't say anything mean or anything but basically just kind of saying <laughs> saying like well, you're not scary. There's nothing. There's obviously nothing here. Like this is supposed to be a haunted bridge. This is stupid. And yeah. then the, that's when the EMF also started acting up. And it was just a tiny little blip. And everyone's like, mm, that wasn't much. Megan in the back, I've seen bigger. Like I'm I so mad at you, big dumb. <laughs> so provoking it got a little something out. Nobody had their phones out, so the phones weren't making the EMF go off. It's been sitting on the dashboard this whole time, not going off, and the vehicle's not moving, so it's not like suddenly the radio decided to interfere, or really that's the only thing that probably could interfere with it. Yeah. Which even still, we've held the EMF right up to the radio, and that doesn't do it. No. So there was not... I'm I'm frustrated that there's not a ton of physical evidence with this place. Like I said, there was the one EVP that sounded like it had a pretty clear, intelligent response of "No, don't" when we asked something uh, of a yes or no question. I thought it was, "Do you want us to leave?" There were some breaths, some questionable breaths, <laughs> yeah. but we find we we try to comb through this as best as we can, so we're not just like if someone sneezed in the back seat we're like oh my god did you hear that that's so good that's such a good EVP like we will explain it away if we can and unfortunately i think we all just breathe really heavy and enough of them we were worried enough that it was us breathing that we didn't really keep it they were weird spots to breathe but yeah. it's still not out of the
0: question yeah just i say i forget how to breathe sometimes i'm like <laughs> so, well cuz there was one with John that's like
1: <laughs> like and we we're like that sounds creepy no because it did sound creepy but then we think it was like a combination of you and John oh, okay. we I was like really excited by it and but I think it ended up being you wasn't it I think we finally decided it was kind of you it probably scoffing
0: me. at the same time yeah I, do, I don't when know when you're with someone long enough <laughs> the sound of them breathing makes you go <laughs> Oh, <laughs> very, very well could be, could be me just going, <clears throat> <laughs> like, you're really still here. Wow, you're breathing so loud.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten to that point with Maddie yet, luckily. Hopefully,
0: hopefully we're not there yet. She's probably in the other room going, no, nah, we there, we there. Well, by the time you guys hear this, John and I's 10 year wedding anniversary will be the next day. That's what, wedding, 10 year wedding anniversary, not yeah. even as long as they've been together. I got married young, y'all. If you're like, how old is she? I got married young. Yeah. I don't know why, It just he asked and I had nothing better going on, so oh, I said fine. yes. And That's then, so bad. We're like, I felt like I gave the wrong answers and everyone's like, how's married life? And I was like, mm. I mean. And they, <laughs> they said, oh, like, not good. I said, it's not really different. It feels the it's, same. Yeah. I, me, and Maddie have been together. What I
1: don't even know. It'll it, we're coming up on six months now. So in like lesbian years, we're like coming up on our five year anniversary. <laughs> I'd say we're. I mean, we're already living together. Our animals are here. Like we're there. You bought a garden box. We did. We put together our raised garden bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway. It is, this is something. Oh, I guess I should go ahead and say that's all we have. Right. Sorry,
0: I started to segue.
1: <laughs> well, we started to segue because, and I guess I shouldn't jump into my thoughts right away on this, but that—that's—that's that's all we've got for Purple Head Bridge. And I, it's a bummer that one of my friends, like someone I actually know, was just like, "Oh, you should check this
0: out. I've heard about it." Blah blah blah. Seemed. Like it was right at the top of his list. Well, in some places, I feel like we have a really hard time finding the haunted history on it. Mm-hmm. And then we have a good time there. Fair. In regards to the spooky stuff. Yeah. But this place has so many articles and YouTube videos and people discussing it. Even our own local news station covered it WTHI. Purplehead Bridge? Yes. Oh. And <laughs> it it wasn't as exciting as some of the other places we've been. So The
1: scariest thing about... Well, gosh, see, I'm jumping ahead. Maybe I'll c- hold my okay. thoughts to myself because now we're going to rate this place Yep. about how scary we think it is. I guess maybe we should remind every now and then what we're doing here. At this point, we take all of the information that we've learned about the actual history, the haunted history, our experience, what we learned and what we saw. We put it all together and we're like, we decide... If this place is is worth visiting, basically, if it's if it's actually haunted, is sort of what it boils mm-hmm. down to. Is this place haunted? This or this place is haunted, or so they say. The whole point of the podcast.
0: Yeah. So
1: on a scale of really zero to five. Yeah, we've we grading it on, zeros in there. <laughs> yeah, we're grading it on technically four different things. First of which being historical accuracy. Yep. I,
0: I I've got.
1: Mine, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah, I got it. I okay, got it.
1: Okay. Okay. Three, two, one, three.
0: three. Mm-hmm. I went with three because most of the stories, most of the theories... Circled can't... around real things. Well, I don't know if those are real people, if they can be confirmed. there They said there is a memorial for one of those people. I can't... Halter, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh The war veteran. Yeah. And then... The French-Indian War was a real thing. That happened. The Revolutionary War was a thing that actually happened. Stengel was a real person who owned that bridge. and Well, I don't think there's anything haunted uh, surrounding Stengel. He just bought the bridge, and he's the one who converted it for vehicle traffic. I suppose so. But two of those theories are rooted in actual history, where some of them, I don't know if they're real people.
1: Right. So, I mean... Meh.
0: <laughs> and, he's a meh. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people did die there in the war. And I don't know if they said the Revolutionary War veteran did live in the area and died there. So I guess maybe he chose to go to the bridge. I don't know why. But, mm. you know, so next we're going to rate it
1: on the scare level. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Um uh, Okay. Ready? <laughs> yeah. three,
0: two, one, one, one. Yeah. And if we're talking scare level, like just driving across it. That's what I was <laughs> going to <that's> say. That's different. <laughs>
1: that's what I cut myself off. I give it a one instead of a zero because there is a scary aspect to this bridge. And that is literally just trying to cross it.
0: Well, and I had it in my head when I was talking about the history. It only just crossed my mind that. Now that I know it used to be a swing bridge, could you imagine we were parked in the middle and it just, yeah. wha- no, I tried very so hard, hard to make sure I parked in the middle and oh if God. it just said nope and separated and then we we're, <laughs> I mean, very, very, uh, it's Unlikely. not possible, not possible, but I yeah. uh, just, if it could happen to anyone, then
1: there's that element of scare. So one, uh, yeah, yeah maybe we shouldn't technically give it a one because it's not it has about nothing the haunted to do with the haunted stuff, yeah, yeah, haunted stuff,
0: mm, haunted as a sock
1: drawer there it is, it's yeah, next is the believability, believability. okay, three, two, one, one, one. yeah, <laughs> I just zeros zeros are really hard for me to give. I feel like we've given zeros before. Yes. I can't even remember what four at this point, but... Uh, But I know they're It must have been bad. (laughs) Yeah, it must have been pretty (laughs) bad. I've even forgotten about it, so... (laughs) It's not memorable. I just can't bring myself to give this one a zero. Because, I mean, we did get the EMF interactions, and we did get... Like, the EMF really was kind of the driving force behind all this, and there were the few voice recorder pick up the evps that we got and the one especially but yeah meh,
0: no head no like the whole purpose of the bridge was not there yeah we did not see a uh a floating head anywhere yeah in, in or around the car
1: <laughs> i i don't know this isn't really relevant to the it's relevant to the story or not but we wrapped up our session the second session we're like okay let's get out of here we drive to the other end of the bridge and turn around to leave and right when we do like it was very good timing i feel like somehow someone somewhere knew, and they're like okay now you may go and as we turn around and start to drive a car pulls up right when we turn oh, around yeah. and start driving across. And we remembered, I was like, guys, the whole legend says to honk your horn three times. I was like, I can't live with myself if I don't try. So we're driving across the bridge and I'm like, is anyone here? Beep, beep, beep. Like, <laughs> like, I say at breakneck speed. It was probably like eight miles an hour across this bridge. I was like, don't catch us. Right. <laughs> Surprisingly, nothing happened in that moment. But I did honk my horn three times, twice. I gave them two chances. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we tried. <laughs> you know we did our best
1: yeah uh, believability is mm, mm, mm. slim to none but not none so the overall <laughs> for the bridge purple head bridge okay yeah I know what I'm gonna give it me too and this is my overall as in like would I recommend this to people as a haunted location that's how I'm viewing it
0: ah <laughs> <sighs> I, see, because we also cover the history, I, you know, do you want to go there for historical reasons or the spookiness?
1: Regardless, I have a feeling we have the same answer. Ready?
0: Yeah. Three, two, one.
1: two? One. Oh, yeah, poop hole. We well, were so because the history's
0: interesting.
1: I, the other two are so bad, though, I feel
0: like it drags it down. And maybe you're
1: biased because you did the history. Yeah. Yeah,
0: maybe. <laughs> If we're looking at it from a haunted aspect, it's a one at best. Yes. Let's, one on a sorry. good day. But it is a cool looking bridge. And if they are actually going to do maintenance on this bridge, you may want to see it now and see how terrifying it is yeah. before they update it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, if they're really going to change it up, go ride that, like, death trap now. while you have While you have a chance. I don't know. But that's, that's purple head bridge. I hate I hate fizzling out like this. I do. I feel That's like we've awful. been having these more recently, but again, we're trying to get bigger better things in the works. Bigger better things but also the fact that this is just one experience of many. You'll probably find people who will tell you they did see the purple floating head that they were chased off the bridge Right. And... But the whole point of this is for us to find these haunted stories. And word of mouth is really helpful because like, I we've looked up how many places and Purple Head Bridge has never once come up on our radar.
0: No. But I
1: have a friend who's like, oh, I have friends who have been friends of friends. They say this is haunted, blah, blah, blah. And it's always the word of mouth things. And we'll go and we're like, okay, I mean, this is still a story that people are telling and a haunted place that people are going to. Is it really haunted? And that's our goal is to find out if they're really haunted or not. If we think they're really haunted or not. This is just one opinion. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> I don't think so. If it is, tell us. Yeah. <laughs> We'd love to hear it. Which actually... Well, that that's kind of a good segue because you'll get to it. But I guess we're ready to, to wrap it up see here. Us. Yes, see us yeah, out. if you want to see us out.
0: Okay. Well, if you liked what you hear and you want to hear more of it, you can... First, you can check out all the places we've been previously um, at any of our social media Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also check out our website, or they say pod.com, where you can see all the other places we've been. If you want to support us and help send us to more. actually haunted places (laughs) yeah you can do so by either donating to our patreon which is patreon.com slash or so they say pod that is a monthly subscription but we have everything from one dollar all the way up to ten dollars and donating to patreon actually gets you access to bonus content so all these evps that we keep talking about when they're really good guess where they go patreon (laughs) and for a dollar a month you won't even miss that dollar you'll have access to everything we've uploaded up to this point including anything going forward so you could check that out or if you don't like monthly subscriptions i get it i'm also trying to clean up my monthly subscriptions and figure out what's what you can do a one-off donation to our paypal and we'll have that linked on our website you can also support us by purchasing our merch at redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod we've got everything your little heart desires and then some t-shirts bags masks uh socks. Cups. <laughs> who knows whatever really whatever you want uh check that out we've got a couple different pride designs on there right now because still pride month yep it's almost over but Some of them will probably stay. We don't know, but we've got other designs too. So you can go there and you can check that out. And if you have stories about Purple Head Bridge Mm -hmm, or (laughs) other haunted places that you've been, haunted experiences, or if you know someone who's had a haunted experience, you can send those stories to us. And we have what we call a listener episode every first Thursday of the month, which is actually next week. It will be July 1st. Oh, wait. is next Thursday.
1: Yes, it is. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Oh. So you can
0: send all your spooky stories to our email, which is or so they say pod at gmail.com. Tell us anything. We don't, if you think it is far fetched and we're not going to believe you, surprise. We'll probably believe you because we've had some crazy stuff happen to us that people don't believe. <laughs> yeah. We'll give you the benefit of the doubt. It's okay. And I think that's all. All right. That's, that's so it. <laughs> I had to like. Pause. Think. Yes. Yeah. We got it. We've covered it all. So, that's it. We'll see you guys next week with your, your stories. So, Cinnamon, you still have time by the time you hear this. Yeah. That's. I. I don't know how to wrap this. This little dud up. Mm,
1: milk duds. I
0: haven't had milk duds in a long time. What? What? It's a dud. They. St- oh. <laughs> yeah. I know. But milk duds are gross. They stick to your teeth. They make me upset. That's true. That's true. I like Butterfingers better than Milk Duds. Those also get stuck in my te- I I have know, l- teeth. I know, but less than but less
1: than Milk Duds.
0: That the, yeah, I'll take a Butterfinger over a Milk Dud. I'll
1: take literally anything over a Circus Peanut.
0: <clears throat> I see. God. <laughs> Ew! If you like Circus Peanuts, don't send a Penis. Oh no! no! We've got <laughs> it. Go. Sounded like I said Penis. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we have to leave. I
1: mean, men are clowns. Let's oh. just. Get- <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>
0: Mixing and music by Kelsey Ingram. Cover art is by Cody Mason. Visit us at our website or so they say podcom where you can donate to our Patreon or PayPal. Check out our merch at redbubble.com and find links to all our social media. Episodes can be found on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcast. If you like what you hear, don't forget to leave us a glowing review. Thanks for listening and see you next week.